The following program is brought to you free of charge by the sponsorship of Novos Ordo Watch. See for yourself that the Church of the Second Vatican Council is not in fact the Catholic Church of the Ages. Go to NovosOrdoWatch.org. That's NovosOrdoWatch.org. to the flagship show of the Restoration Radio Network, the network for the thinking Catholic. And now, your host. Hello, listeners of Restoration Radio. I'm Stephen Heiner, and tonight we're recording episode number 145. With me is Justin Soder, the executive producer of Restoration Radio and vice president of True Restoration, as well as Nicholas Wansbutter, co-founder of Restoration Radio, a contributor to True Restoration, and overall great guy. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us this evening. No problem, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Well, um, we're here to make an announcement to our listeners today that may take some by surprise. Before we do that, I I wanted to just invite uh, a bit of uh, recollection. We we just finished our season three mid-season break. could you talk about one thing maybe that you uh, didn't expect or that you uh, reflected on during our break time? It was one of the, the, the few times this year where we haven't been uh, working on an episode every week, it would seem like. So either Justin or Nicholas, you know, what's uh, one thing that uh, uh, you, re- you reflected on during this mid-season break, other than um, it was nice to have a break? <laughs> Nicholas, you want to go first? Uh, well, I mean, that, I have to say, for the most part, I just did take a break and didn't think too much about the uh, about the the network. Frankly, um, I mean, I've just uh, the, the only thing I can uh, marvel at is that I know we've been working on uh, getting all the archives up onto the new site and uh, kind of looking back on where we've come from. And uh, it's, I have to say, even if I say so myself, it's impressive what we've become uh, based on the very humble beginnings and uh, how we've expanded our shows and the number of clergy that we have uh, involved in the broad variety of uh, topics. It's actually kind of surprising. You don't, as it's going on, you don't necessarily realize that we've got that much going on, but when you take a bit of a break from it as well. We've actually got quite a body of work that we've been able to put out there. Justin? Yeah. What did I reflect on during this last month? Well, I worked most of the month on the new site, which we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. But I think probably the biggest thing that I reflected on, Stephen, was the fact that the body of work has really matured, I think, compared to uh, last year, in terms of the content, you know, we touched on real broad topics uh, last season, and towards the end of last season, we began tailoring into some different topics, okay, that were more uh, maybe say fine-tuned topics. And this season seems like every month uh, the topics that you know we go into are very, you know, they're very specific. You know, we've added shows that have come along, like for example, uh, Pastoralia. Uh, the Spiritual Life, certainly those two shows, uh, The Liturgical Year, where you know, we have shows that are on the network that are very, very topic-driven. Uh, you know, they are very uh, – it, it's one of those things where the listener says, you know, I want to hear the show again, uh, and I want to hear what's coming down next. Whereas if you look at the latter part of Season 2, a lot of it was just focusing on timely things, certainly a lot of you know, the Bergoglio shows we did, that, that, those sort of blended together with the flagship and the clerical conversations, and that kind of got out of control. And I think, you know, looking 
back so far to the first half of the season, you really begin to see this very orderly presentation of the material. So, and of course, you know, the volume of shows. I mean, we're doing, you know, 15 to 17 shows a month. I know we got a little bit off track uh, due to some scheduling conflicts, which are going to exist. I mean, that's the nature of the game. Um, but, I mean, by and large, we did quite a few shows. And, uh, you know, this season, I, I, think it, I think it represents, you know, the vision going forward. So I, I think that's my reflection. And then, of course, you know, the reflection of building the new site. I've been, you know, buried up to my eyes in coding and things like that. And I'm definitely not a web designer, but, uh, you know, I've had to do a lot of reading and research and things like that. So that sort of uh, stole the free month off. I'm putting you on the hook, Stephen, for, uh, you know, for hosting uh, Francis Watch and uh, working human hands while we get this new site sort of, uh, you know, tested and get all the wrinkles ironed out of it. That's what stands out in my mind. Well, I think I think that those are, are themes that I thought about. Um, I, I think apart from taking the time to relax, although I, 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 it wasn't as if either of you didn't have your work cut out for you. So all this was was a break from our side uh, gig of working on Restoration Radio, but we all had work that we were working on otherwise. Um, to Justin's point about the body of work, this goes back to Nicholas and I's uh, founding goals for the network was doing something that no one else was doing. And, and I'm proud to say, I think we're still doing that. I still think we're doing something that, that no one else is doing uh, across multiple channels. Um, and long, long may it continue, I, I hope. And, and that's part of why we're doing this episode today is we're going to talk about uh, a change that is coming to the network, a pretty, pretty substantial change, frankly. And I want to talk about it a little bit from where I had come from season one, I had looked at Restoration Radio when I originally proposed it to Nicholas as an idea to try because I told him I said I wasn't going to do we weren't I, Restoration Radio was dead in the water if I didn't have his help and, and and some other people's help I couldn't couldn't do something like that by myself and if he didn't agree to it then it wasn't going to happen but I wanted to basically look at a radio version of what I had done through Restoration Media which is I had taken a hobby an avocation of my my own. Uh, which was doing interviews with clergy and monetized it in such a way that I could, I could make those uh, self self paying. So if I went, if I drove somewhere in the beginning, I would just, I would just absorb all those costs myself. I would drive someplace to see someone. I would pay my own travel costs, uh, hotel costs if needs be um, and uh, absorb the cost of the interview. As time went on, I was able to, sell DVDs because people were interested in, in buying the DVD. And then that eventually led to True Restoration Media, the, the streaming website. And that made sense. And people people bought the product. So it made sense that if people were to do this on the video format, I thought they would do it in the audio format. And I, I had made the point towards the end of season one, I, I wouldn't say I was uh, depressed, but I think I was looking at looking at numbers and I was looking at donations and, and benefactors. And I was telling Nicholas, I said, I don't, I don't know that we can really go into season two without uh, putting together some kind of charge because we've got to offset some of our costs. You know, we can't carry all the, the financial burden ourselves. And I will say uh, Monica Wandsbutter is in large part responsible for season two and it's pushed that, uh, I was up there for a personal visit, and so we had, I was doing some business with Nicholas as well, and she had, you know, used the phrase that this is an apostolate. She said, you, you have to keep doing this. Um, you know, it's important to to provide this service to trads, and that, that hit home with me. I don't have – I have three sisters, and I have a mother, um, but I, I, since I'm not married yet – um, I don't have a consistent female voice to, to help balance uh, some of these thoughts sometimes, and, and Monica provided a great corrective. And I, I looked at season two as an extension of season one. Season one, we just did restore, We just did the flagship show, essentially. Nicholas and I alternated show planning uh, along with Pierce Hugel, who helped us run season one. We, we alternated show planning, and we just did one uh, episode per month. It's, 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 Justin, it's sort of hilarious to think about that. You know, we, we did one episode per month, right? And now uh, looking at doing however many we do, we're in double digits. So Monica convinced me to keep it um, focused on providing an apostolate. And as we went into season three and we saw 
challenges with how we were bringing the format out, not just in the quality of the format that we had with some issues we had with Blog Talk Radio, and I'll let Justin speak about those in a moment, but simply because we, we don't believe in the TAN books system of Catholic business, which is just do stuff, give away stuff, and God will take care of you. Certainly God will take care of you. That's, that's part of why you pray. But you, you have to have sound business practices to go with that. Otherwise, that's just presumption uh, that God will, will cover up your mistakes. So, right. And, and, and I, just, just let me interject here. I mean, I think it needs to be said right here now, look what happened to TAN following that model. They're owned by the Novus Ordo now. Right. Well, barely even the Novus Ordo. I think that, that, that company is also like, co-owned by Protestants or owned by Protestants. Well, what am I talking about? The Novus Ordo is a bunch of Protestants. So, um, yes, you're right, Nicholas. It's, it's, it's owned by the Novus Ordo. So, Monica wants to intervene, and I think this season, just finally, with everything that we were doing, we and again, we'll talk about some of the reasons for the changeover. Now, we've decided to go to a subscription model, and I'll I'll turn it over to Justin for a moment to talk about some of the work he's been doing on on getting us ready for the subscription model and what shows are going to be available and what shows are going to be for subscribers. Yeah, sure, Stephen. I'll be happy to talk about the, the changes that are going on. Probably what was the, one of the main driving factors for us to, at the very least, switch over to a self-hosted site was being unhappy with Blog Talk Radio and not necessarily unhappy with the interface of Blog Talk from you know, the, the studio side of things, but unhappy with the delivery on the site, and which, you know, if you recall, that's why RestorationRadioNetwork.com was launched last year on a WordPress site that is sort of like in one big um, aggregated format, you know, so you could just kind of scroll through all the shows and you didn't have to go to Blog Talk Radio. And, of course, you know, the WordPress site, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to actually devote to coding a site because we all have those things called jobs that we have to do that, you know, we don't have a lot of time when you're trying to show plan things and whatnot. So the site really wasn't as good as it could have been. You know, I'm getting very annoyed with when you're going to a show, you're trying to listen to a show that, uh, you know, at like 30 minutes into the show, you get the break in for you know, the latest iteration of Tide laundry detergent or Tiger Woods driving his latest Buick or, you know, whatever it may be. And it's just very annoying. Or at worst, you know, you get some you know, immodest or impure commercial that comes on. And, you know, it's just I know people don't like it and I don't like it. And that was kind of the driving force to get away from it. Now, for the, the immediate time being, we're still going to use it to record, but there's not going to be live shows on there save for one, and that's Francis Watch. So if you are a devoted live listener to Francis Watch, you'll still go to the Blog Talk site for it to be live uh, because that's a sponsored show and it's expected to be heard live. So we're going to keep that one show on there as live. Um, but if you don't want to put up with the Blog Talk stuff, you can just wait and then you know, listen to it at your leisure. So let's talk a little bit about the site. The site itself is a new self-hosted site, and it's a totally redesigned format. And I think it's very important that we had the new redesign format. It's a lot easier to navigate. It's far more intuitive. It's sleek. Uh, it has drop-down menus. You can, uh, you can access the shows a lot easier on the new site than you can the old site uh, because it's, it's laid out in the show archive by season, by title, by topic. So if you know that you want to go listen to Catholic History with Charles Cologne from last season and you want to hear the topic on, say, the Crusades, you can go to show archive, show us by title, Catholic History with Charles Cologne, bam, there's all the Catholic History with Charles Cologne shows. And there are additional features on the site as well. You know, we're going to have now a truly functional search field. So you can go in, and if there's a keyword that you want to search for, it will find it in every episode that we have done. All right, so that's something big as well. And I, there's another point. I've received a lot of emails over, gosh, the last two or three months, people talking about, hey, there's broken links on the Restoration Radio Network site. This doesn't work. Some people were very forceful, hey, fix this, you know, issuing commands for us to get our act together. Look, here's the thing. This was something that was thrown together really as fast as we could do it right in the middle of a season to make it 
so you didn't have to go to the Blog Talk Radio site. All right, sometimes there's going to be broken links. And yeah, we went through some some renumbering in the past where it ended up not working with our permalinks and blog talk radio. So I have had to go in to each one of those shows and relink those. And I know there are some, some straggler links that are out there that are still broken. And I'm sorry. I'm extremely sorry. But I, you know, unfortunately I don't do this 40 hours a week. And uh, you know, so I, w- I would ask the people that have emailed me and you know who you are, be patient. Those are sort of the, some of the frustrations that I think are going to be really sm- uh, smoothed out in this website. So, you know, that's going to bring a very nice feel to the site and all the links, guess what? They're all self-hosted, so they're all going to work. You don't have to worry about any more broken links, all right? So hopefully those emails, uh, I won't feel much, much more of those unless I made a coding error, which at, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning could have happened. Also, you know, the site, you'll still have the big list, which is going to have all the recent shows that we've done, okay? So that... That scrolling list will still be on the side, but you have a lot more search options now than you ever did before. You know, so if you want to, you know, for example, say you're wanting to go uh, look for reference material, well, we're going to have a whole references section on there. Say you're new to tradition, like we get a lot of the phone calls and the programs that, hey, I'm new, I don't know what's going on. We're going to have a whole new new to tradition area. So there will be articles and references and links and maybe some true restoration media video, you know, clips that are on YouTube tell people along so we're not answering uh, emails in the same, you know, treading over the same tracks again. We, we just, hey, look, go here. Everything you need to know is here. If you have any specific questions, just go ahead and shoot them over to us. So that's going to be a lot different. But I think the site has taken on a lot more mature look to it. It, it, it feels and it acts like a very nice website. On there, you're going to see uh, if you're a non-subscriber, you're going to go to the non-subscriber side. If you're a subscriber, you'll go to the member login area. And, uh, you know, you'll, I should have said you member, I'm trying to purge that subscriber <laughs> language out of my vocabulary. But if you go to the member side of the site, well, then you'll have access to all the shows. And just as a note, um, until our actual member side of the site goes live, which should be the middle of the month, maybe, maybe a little bit past the middle of the month, when you go to the member login page, uh, it's going to be a dead link until they actually activate and upload the uh, member side of the site. So for the meantime, uh, you, know, you can go ahead and you can become a member, and we will get the shows to you that, that we actually produce between the time period that the member side of the site goes live and the actual site itself, because we need to put a little bit of lead time in there for the RestorationRadioNetwork.com to go live, function, and test it. And then once that's complete, then our, our professional collaborators who are, who are actually building that side of the site will go ahead and make it live, and then you'll function as normal. You'll go in, you'll click member login, put your password and your username in, and then you'll have access to all the shows. So just keep that in mind. So when the site goes live, that member login button probably won't work for a few days, maybe up to a week or so. So to our listeners, I would say I think that you're going to like the new site and, of course, the the member side of things, provided that you're at that level of membership. If you're not, we are providing 15-minute free previews of every episode, and not to mention before, you know, I'm dodging arrows now, I can see them coming. I think listeners will be pleasantly surprised to see how much free content actually remains on the site. We've developed a section which contains all of our free content. So if you go to the RestorationRadioNetwork.com homepage, you scroll the menu bar, click on Show Archive, and there's a drop-down section which says Free Episodes. You click in there, and it'll pull up a list of all of our content which remains on the site for free. So there's plenty of remaining content on the site. In fact, a vast list of content that still remains at no charge. You'll have the whole list free. So the shows that are staying free are from the pulpit, of course, and any of our sponsored shows. Uh, And then we're also giving one free show a quarter for each one of the programs. So, for example, you'll get a flagship free show every quarter. Whether you're a subscriber or not, you'll get the free show. Uh, same thing with um, you know any of the other shows that are not sponsored. All right, so going back through you know, last season and back to season one, there's plenty of free material that is on there. The site has an integrated cart system, so if you want to go to add to cart, you want to drop shows into the cart, you want to pick you know multiple shows, and I think the reason why the 15 minute preview is appropriate is as much like how we do you know sometimes 25 30 minute free previews on YouTube. 
uh, for any of the special YouTube content that we release. It's so you can get a feel for what the show is. It's not like you're hearing the first five minutes and you know three and a half minutes of that is nothing but you know, advertisement. You get a real feel for what the show is going to contain if it's a subject that you're interested in. So if you're not a subscriber, you know you can say, okay, I'm going to devote 15 minutes, and yeah, I think I want to listen to the rest of the show. Boom, I'll buy it. And it's nice and clear. It's all PayPal-driven. It'll take you to PayPal. You can check out the method of your choice. And uh, the shows are very, very reasonably priced. I mean, you know, season one shows are forty-nine cents. Uh, you know, season two shows are a dollar forty-nine. Season three shows are two ninety-nine. I mean, it's it's um, you know, these shows are priced so they're not out of the market. This is nobody's getting rich off of this stuff. It's just helping us subsidize costs that are associated with equipment and time and paying some stipends to our clergy. Uh, it, it's it's one of those things that you know we have to do in order to stay solvent. It's just there are costs associated with doing this. And, you know, anytime, you know, we go somewhere, you know, to do a special show on site, you know, whatnot, you know, we have to ship our camera equipment, we have to pay travel costs and all this other stuff. And not to mention all of our web hosting fees, we have to pay for a tremendous amount of stuff. And I'm sounding a bit like a broken record here, but this is sort of the reason why over the last season, we've been asking more and more for, you know, donations to help defray some of these things, because, you know, I'm not a web programmer. Uh, I certainly am not. Uh, it, it's not my forte. I don't do it nine to five. The site could have been better, obviously, if we'd had a lot of money to pay someone. And we've had to pay them in the past, and I can assure you they are not inexpensive. So uh, it, that's that's sort of the new fuel for the site. I think listeners are going to like it. I think it's going to be, you know, even if they don't become subscribers, I think it's going to be a lot. See, there I did it again. Even if they don't become members, uh, it, it's going to be a site that's a lot easier to navigate, and that was, I think, the whole goal starting out. So, you know, sort of behind the scenes, that's what's been going on from my end. Well, and and that's all, – all those points are, are important, Justin, and I suppose I would transition it to the man in the pew, the woman in the pew, and I'd ask uh, Nicholas. Nicholas said, Our Lady of Victory, there are quite a few Restoration Radio listeners, as far as I know, and uh, – if if someone were to come up to you um, down there at Coffee and Donuts, which or I guess it's Sandwiches or Donuts, the last time I was there, um, and apart from you know talking about the latest NHL game, uh, they might ask, why did Restoration Radio go subscriber only? What would you tell them? Because they're just asking you in person. Well, firstly, I'd say because it's not free to produce, and we can't afford to underwrite it solely by ourselves anymore. Uh, and I think it should be known that, Stephen, you've done most of the uh, underwriting in that regard and have uh, personally indebted yourself as a result. And that's something that is just not sustainable uh, for us. And uh, to continue to expand, especially if people are frequently asking for more content and they want better quality, but in order to deliver that, we need some way of paying for all these things. And really, I don't think it's fair to be asking Stephen to be footing the bill for thousands of dollars uh, every year for something that's of benefit to many, many people. Uh, So to, to make it sustainable, we need, we have to ask people to, to uh, subscribe. I think that's that's the number one thing that I'd say. What would you say about clergy receiving, you know, some stipends for their time, Nicholas? Yeah, well, that's right. That's an important thing as well. There's an aspect of justice here as well. And uh, I'm thinking about not to not to steal your thunder here, Nicholas, but I'm thinking about uh, posting on the uh, uh, on the news site a sample show plan from Father Chicada for uh, Francis Watch and let people see what we have to plow through in one single episode of a 25-page uh, thematically arranged show plan with commentary, scripture references, on and on. I mean, that's one thing people, you know, I think there's people out there who think that we just get on the air and start talking, and that's not the case. I mean, there's a lot of back-end work that, you know, that has to go in and show planning and corresponding and, you know, the clergy's time. So go ahead, Nicholas. Yeah, well, I mean, that's part of the cost that we're talking about here. When I say that the show isn't free to produce, there's the things that we have no choice but to pay for, uh, just basic infrastructure, website hosting, and uh, the nuts and bolts of getting a radio show recorded. But then there's the things that the clergy and other guests have been good enough to do for free, but 
injustice, we owe them a stipend of some sort. And uh, I mean, you know, people, I'm sure in, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on uh, the shows with Charles Coulomb, but I mean, that's a man who makes his living doing shows like that. And when we are asking him to do shows with us for free or for an extremely reduced cost, I don't think that's fair to a guest like him, where that, that is literally his bread and butter. And really, it is the priest's bread and butter in a way as well. So I think that's something that has to change. And that's something that people don't realize that's going on with the Novus Ordo uh, uh, versions of us. Uh, Stephen, you said we're the only ones doing it. Well, I'd say we're the only Catholic ones doing this, but we do have our Novus Ordo imitators, who I think really are imitators. I think they started up in response to us. They certainly started up after us, and there are a lot of similarities in the way they do things that make it seem to me that this is an imitation. But the Novus Ordo has this financial backing, uh, so they are paying people, and actually, unfortunately, I think Charles has appeared on their network uh, sometimes, and I, I guess I can't really blame him. I mean, again, that's how he makes his living. Right, and we, uh, Charles, when we parted, and we can disclose this now, but part of the reason that we didn't bring back uh, Catholic history with Charles Coulomb is we didn't have enough subscribers tied to to that show. We had plenty of people who said they like Charles Columbus. Right. And Stephen, if I can jump in here for just a second, uh, you know, this is, you know, like you said, this is why we haven't had Charles back on. But listen, we're going to have Charles back on. I, I was in communication with him about a week ago. And yeah, you know, we're going to have him back on. And he's going to be probably within the next month and a half, uh, finally, almost a year later. And it's not his fault. It's mine. And it's, it's just our schedules haven't, haven't linked up. Charles is incredibly busy. Charles is not going to stop doing productive, profitable things to come on and, and do a two-hour radio show for which we're paying him a pittance compared to what he gets elsewhere. And he's doing it because it's a friendship that he's had with Stephen for years. And, you know, we all share a good relationship with Charles, but you don't want to strain those relationships by saying, hey, I need you to do this for free. I need you to do this for free. Well, you know, that's just not right. And so I would tell our listeners, everyone who, you know, Stephen's about to talk about here that, that have actually talked about liking Catholic history with Charles Cologne. Hey, we like it too. It's great. He is coming back. And I know this is kind of turning into the boy that cried wolf, but it's for real this time. And, and I think we're going to wait till Nicholas gets back in uh, September to do the show, but we're going to do the show. And, we're going to, and we have several more very uh, hot topics that we're going to have Charles talk about. And at the risk of being a, you know, a teaser here, I, I'm not going to go into them, but they are excellent, timely topics that uh, even some conspiracy stuff. So for those conspiracy theorists out there, uh, we'll have plenty of red meat for you. Right. And we, uh, one of the things that we ask our new subscribers every time they subscribe is, you know, what brought you to the network? What are the shows that you really treasure? And we do surveys. And we have quite a few people who like Catholic history with Charles Coulomb. I mean, obviously, we as the producers liked it because we're, you know, we're the ones who conceived of the show originally. But it was... I wasn't willing to ask uh, Charles to come on for free. Too many people do that. Too many people to take that. Same people, the same people, and I'm going to say the same Catholics, do the same thing to Dr. David Allen White, and have done it for years. There are some, shall we say, seminaries who've done this to Dr. David Allen White for years, which is expect him to do everything for free and think that it's, it's great that his expenses were paid, but that he isn't a professional and that he... He doesn't have any other means of subsistence other than his, his intellectual gifts. That's how he gets paid. And uh, people have given Catholics a bad name, really, um, uh, in this in this year. And again, I, I point to Tan, but I can give you some other uh, examples of, of where this, this, is, this is true, where we, we simply act entitled. You know, we talk about this entitlement, especially I hear this, uh, from Americans talking about this entitlement mentality. I mean, they haven't met entitlement mentality until they've lived in Europe, I'll tell you that. But um, it, you talk about an entitlement mentality. Uh, I, I feel like traditional Catholics definitely have an entitlement mentality. Everything's supposed to be given to them for free. Uh, they don't have to uh, worry about paying their priests, taking care of their priests. Oh, God will take care of them. Forgetting that God uses us as his instruments to take care of people. So 
we we are not willing to move forward as a network without a sustainable financial model. And part of that sustainable financial model is making sure that our clergy receive modest stipends for their time. Lay guests, high-quality lay guests like Charles Coulomb, receive stipends for their time, not pittances, not things that we're, we're almost embarrassed to offer. That uh, we have our infrastructure paid for. Part of what Justin has been doing has been an unbelievable amount of coding, but we've also hired a professional to build the, the back-end subscriber site. And everything that goes into to running the network, uh, we've talked about it before, and we'll release a, a letter to our listeners in, 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 in a bit that talks about all the costs, hosting costs, domain costs, um, payment processing costs, all, all the things that, that go into running a, a business that happens to also be an apostolate. I, I, I want to go back to what Monica Wansberger said, that it is an apostolate, but unfortunately, apostolates also do cost money. And we do not, um, as Nicholas pointed out, have Novus Ordo backing. We, we have trad backing. And if we're trying to do something new and different here, which, which I've coined as Catholics continuing education. I think that's what Restoration Radio represents at its best. Then it has to be supported. It's not something that's always been around. It's something new, and it's got to be taken care of. And to, on the flip side, none of, Justin doesn't take any compensation. This Nicholas doesn't take any compensation. I certainly don't. We we plow a lot of the money that comes in uh, back into the into the network and. I guess I want to make a point about subscribers up to this point. People have had the notion, oh, yeah, subscribers, you, that means that they get access to True Restoration Media and they get some goodies. And what that was also was a test market to see who would be willing to be a subscriber to our network when they got no additional radio benefits from that. And what, what you will realize as we make this conversion is now all of those people who were subscribers are the only people who will get access to all of our content all the time. And everyone else will get some free content, which we'll, Justin has talked about, will always have some free content available, quite a lot of free content, frankly, and uh, some occasional um, premium content that we made free. So we do the same, we have the same model for True Restoration Media, where we occasionally take stuff that has only been available to True Restoration Media subscribers and make it available to everybody, like the Bishop Sanborn London Conference. We made that available to people. So we have to strike that balance between making sure our costs are covered and getting the word out to as many people as possible, because that's ultimately the, the number one complaint, right? Justin is, is you're going to say, well, what about all these people that you're not going to reach? You know, let's, so let's say you're at mass on, on uh, Sunday, you, uh, Justin goes to most Holy Trinity seminary in Brooksville, Florida, um, where he regularly gets his face teared off by Bishop Sanborn sermon. <laughs> and someone will come, someone will come out afterwards and say, Justin, you know, I thought you were supposed to be an apostolate. You're only reaching X number of subscribers. Let's say however many you have, you have 100, 200, 1,000, however many subscribers. What about those tens of thousands of people who need to listen to Restoration Radio? You're depriving them of Restoration Radio. Sure. Yeah, I'll answer that. I would first start off by saying I don't think that we're going to hear a lot of that. I don't think I am personally going to hear a lot of that. Uh, now, in email, that's a whole different thing. I expect some pretty nasty grams and telling me how we don't get it and uh, having to, you know, send emails out to people and explain. And, you know, of course, people are going to make up their minds regardless of what our justification is given to them. However, what I would tell people is this. The fact that this network exists in the first place shows that we care about putting content onto the network and to get the word out. We've spent the last umpteen minutes of this program talking about the fact that this, this network is not free to us. I mean, I know both of you two gentlemen have put a lot of your own personal money into this. You know, in the past when we had to pay, you know, web developers and, uh, you know, web designers, I mean, you're talking for simple changes costing hundreds of dollars. And that's, that has to come from somewhere. So I would tell people that this, this isn't a apostolate. Yes, they're right. It is an apostolate. But it's not free. Go talk to any one of your priests. You know, talk to them. Ask them if they're on their mission, you know, their mission chapel tour. Do they get free gas because they're wearing a Roman collar? Do they step on a jet and they say, "Oh, you know what? Your ticket. That's free." Yeah, that's right. You know, you're a priest and you're on a mission. Listen, in a perfect world, if I own the airlines, all Catholic priests would fly for free. But I don't own the airlines, nor do I own any of these other services that we have to rely on to keep this thing going. 
So I would tell people this is not about you know keeping uh, keeping the apostolate uh, from people uh, under the guise of making money. That has nothing to do with it, nothing whatsoever. That's the first thing. The second thing is we, like we have said before, there is a ton of free content on the network, and I think you'll see if you're fair and honest and you take a look at how much free content there is. It it, it almost equals the amount of paid content that there is if you're a non-subscriber. So there is plenty of information, and of course, you know there are certain foundational shows which we you know, think are incredibly important for people to hear, those are all made free. For example, Bishop Sanborn's Vatican II series, that's, that was our uh, sort of our From the Pulpit flagship launch there, that you know, we, we wanted to put something very powerful and very foundational, sort of, you know, this is what we're about sort of thing. That was the From the Pulpit uh, 1 through 5, which was the Vatican II series. You'll find that is linked on the menu bar under most popular programs, and you have 10 hours to go in there and listen to all of that. There are other shows that we've done in the past, too, that I, I think were, you say, you know, I can't charge for this. People need to hear this. I can think of other shows as well, like, for example, uh, Relocation. That's been a topic that has been very much in common conversation that I've heard amongst trads uh, at chapels. We've gotten emails about it, people saying, I'm confused you know, about, you know, do I need to relocate? What's the process, etc." We did a flagship show on relocation. We did that show with four people who have all had to relocate facing those same problems. That, that show was done with, you know, of course, you know, Stephen and, and uh, Nicholas, as well as, uh, as Joshua Guncher and um, uh, Nicholas's wife, Monica, who have all seen the pitfalls and the difficulties of relocating and, and bring those things to the surface to share those experiences with people. That's, you know, that has to be a free show. Same thing, uh, for example, uh, Vocations. We did a show with uh, Father Benedict Hughes and Reverend Mother Mary Agnes of the CMRI. That's a free show. So, you know, families can listen to what they need to be looking for, their children who might have a vocational calling. So, no, those shows don't have a price tag on them. Those shows are essential listening. Well, I, uh, Justin, I think something I would add is if someone feels very strongly that a certain portion of content needs to be available to the general public, then we would gladly welcome a, uh, a sponsorship for that program. Yeah, I was getting yeah, well, ready to say thank that you too. For, yeah, for making that <laughs> excellent point. That's a, that's a season. I'm sure Justin will be happy to happy to hear that. Yeah, that's the season four thing. Go ahead, Justin. I'm sorry. Well, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I've received plenty of emails from people who have said stuff like, you know, you know, this show is very, very important. And for example, let's take you know uh, the spiritual life. You know, we've received a lot of comments on that show, and and I, yeah, I've said openly before, it, it's probably. It, that, that show is probably my favorite on the network. That would be a great show to sponsor. You know, Father Bernard has been such a great addition to our network, and it, if people only knew, he put so much time into preparing for his shows, and I think that comes through in the shows, of course. You know, just a testament to his dedication to bring that topic to people, you know, to, to bring something that seems to have been lost amongst the uh, you know, the traditional sphere as a whole today, because everyone is so focused on crisis spirituality, they want to focus on crisis, 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 and the spiritual life gets shoved off into the corner, something that's, you know, going to save your soul. And I think he's done a wonderful job this season of bringing that to the forefront. So if someone would like to hear that show free of charge all season, we'd love to be able to give Father Bernard, you know, a sponsorship. And I think that would be, uh, you know, very, very good thing to, to give to him. So yes, sponsorships are welcome. So I mean, there and, are and you, options and if you're, to bring you're, shows if you're in. shy and if you're shy and you don't want to be mentioned, you can sponsor it anonymously. If you want to sponsor it in Absolutely. honor of your patron saint, if you want to sponsor it for your family, but you know, but I think this also gives the lie to the 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 quote that Justin Nicholas, myself, other hosts on the network will often have someone come up to us and say, "Well, we really really appreciate the work that you're doing." And, you know, if I don't know their name, I'll ask their name because I usually know the names of all of our benefactors and subscribers. And I'll ask, well, have you had a chance? See, I have no problem asking that question. I think maybe maybe Nicholas and Justin might be a, a bit more uh, uh, polite than I am. But I'll always ask, well, have you have you given uh, anything to us? And I will say most times the answer is no. Uh, this is someone I don't know, for example. They'll say, I really appreciate all the work you're doing. I'll say, okay, have you given any work? No, we haven't uh, given anything. 
Um, and then I'll usually follow that up with, well, you know, we take we take anything north of a dollar. PayPal doesn't allow you to contribute. I mean, we would take less if PayPal would allow it. But we take a dollar. And I, I, again, I'm always hesitant to believe that someone can afford high-speed internet, but they can't send a dollar. So again, this goes back to the entitlement mentality. We really like your work. And there's a total disconnect that liking our work has anything to do with donating money because it's all free. It's supposed to be delivered to you uh, at no cost and someone else will foot the bill. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit challenging to, to run into that mentality, but um, alas, we, we are no longer letting that mentality run our network. We're adapting our network to the mentality of solvency, responsible business practices, and a justice owed to our clergy. Well, I just going to say, I don't think this can be said enough times, but I have to reiterate, when you speak about sustainable business, I mean, we're using that. We're not meaning we want to uh, be able to pay ourselves big dividends or something like that. Sustainable business just means to actually keep this thing going without us going bankrupt. Well, then, I suppose, well, first of all, the question is how many people who aren't subscribers are finally going to break through and say, okay, uh, uh, Restoration Radio has played a big part of my life. I've missed it this entire month that it's been gone. I want it back. Well, if you do want it back, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Now, to Justin's exact point about cost, I would answer it in two ways. One, we've said from the beginning, I even uh, introduced a volunteer button from the earliest part of the season. We said, if you can't afford it, there's a financial reason. First of all, write and tell us about it. But we have plenty of work to do. And I'll give you an example of one of the things that we could do that we just haven't ever done. Is Traditionally, our interviews were done solely uh, in a recording format. I would, I would write, I would record the interview, and then I would type it out. Well, all of our interviews since about 2010 have been video interviews. But what if we had a volunteer who could, on his or her own time, transcribe some of those videos. We have some videos that need subtitles for foreign audiences. The point is, we have plenty of work to do. I mean, uh, I, could, I could sit down right now in about three minutes and write out a list of things that we could use volunteers for. So again, this goes back to the idea of you're not entitled to it. If you can't financially afford it, then hopefully you can afford it with time. You can give us some of your time to work on some of the things that we need done at the network. But we we cannot simply say, well, if you can't afford it, then we're going to give it to you for free because then this furthers the something for nothing mentality that just because you're in a circumstance doesn't mean you, you can't do something different. I'm, I'm all about barter. I'm all about trade. I've famously said that I, I did uh, barter for my LASIK surgery. Um, I traded out tutoring for, for LASIK. There's, there's nothing that you can't do. So that's not good enough. And I guess I would add on to what... Nicholas said about uh, carrying the load. I haven't carried it alone. You all have carried it as well. I, I, you know, I don't think Justin Nicholas are going to talk about their own financial contributions, but they they were contributors to Restoration Radio uh, before Restoration Radio was a concept. They they helped out with True Restoration, etc. And I will say unwittingly, our vendors who've been very patient with us and kind because of long-standing business relationships. True Restoration has been in existence since 2006 now, so we're we we've been around for eight years they've been carrying some of our, our debt as well as we've been ramping up the, the network. So I, I'm not going, and they're not Catholic businesses. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. They're, they're run by, a couple of them are run by definite non-Catholics. So how is it that the non-Catholics are stepping up to support Restoration Radio more than the traditional Catholics are? So um, I think, uh, Nicholas, Justin, we've made our point about why we need to transition I suppose at this point, the, the question is, when does that transition happen? What does the rest of the season look like? And when are we going to be back on the air? Well, as far as I know, uh, we should have the, the subscriber side of the site uh, finished around the middle of the month, around August the 15th. And it'll be ready for people to start logging in with their current uh, subscription information, which they got at truerestorationmedia.com. Should be able to log in with the same uh, the same credentials. I'm not sure if it'll make you start over. But we're going to find that out, you know, shortly. 
And then uh, we will be on the air for a few shows this month. I know, Stephen, you're going you're gonna to take over uh, Francis Watch for me and uh, work a few hands because I have my hands tied up right now trying to get this, this uh, website built. The, the RestorationRadioNetwork.com should be up in the next week. Uh, I would think probably by the end of this coming week uh, that will be fully functional and people can go take a look at it and see you know, how much easier it is to navigate. Um, as far as I know, uh, we're going to miss a couple of shows because some of our, some of our clergy are on vacation, as you well know, Stephen. And, uh, so by September, we should be back at a normal, uh, a normal workflow again. And the show schedule should you know, resume its, you know, the way that it's been prior to the July break. You know, we have a couple other special guests in mind, if not for the end of this season, certainly the first part of next. Uh, and, uh, so, I would say this, you know, once we launch, be patient. Uh, you know, let us work, you know, the bugs out. There's always a beta test of all these things. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be rather painless. I, I, think, I think we're very close right now as it stands. So I would say August is going to be a little bit, you know, a little bit choppy waters, but by, by September we'll be back in business. Yeah, and I would say, I guess, it's been an off month for pretty much everyone except Justin. <laughs> right. So I, I, I spent uh, all the time prior to July coordinating with various web coordinators to get the vision for what we wanted. How would the subscriber site look? We we're going to have a smartphone app. So those of you who've gotten used to listening to it via an app, we we're going to have an app ready to go with the launch of it. And then I handed over control of that to Justin and he's been, you know, like I said, working his tail off on that. So uh, looking, I'm at this point. I'm very excited about you know returning to the air in September with the new model. I I, I want to say some of the other guests that we have, uh, but I can't uh, because uh, I we got to save it. So we've got some we got some really great guests. Nicholas has a really great guest in October uh, for for a show for the flagship. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm going to leave it there with that. But if you if you want to to hop on board at this point, uh, here's here's the great thing, you. You can come at any point. You, as Justin pointed out, you can try before you buy. First of all, we have 15-minute previews of every single episode, so you're never going to have to buy an episode that you don't want to listen to, right? Uh, if you decide you don't want membership and you just want to buy episodes and they come, they're, they're decently priced. But obviously, current season episodes are priced in such a way to push you towards a subscriber membership. The subscriber levels are gold. $7.99 a month gets you four episodes of Justin's Choice. Justin will hand-select four from our catalog of roughly 12 to 15 episodes per month and give those to you. Then we have our Platinum Monthly, which is $15 a month, and that's just a regular uh, monthly subscription. You get access to all the shows and the app. Then we have our Platinum Annual. That's $120 uh, up front, and so that saves you on the monthly cost, but it also comes with immediate subscription. And all of these levels come with some, some book gift as well. And then there's the Platinum Plus Annual, which comes with some, some goodies at the end of the year, including uh, an MP3 CD of some of our best uh, episodes, not only of that season, but of previous seasons. Again, that will continue to be very uh, a subscriber-only item. We're not selling that on on in our bookstore and it's not available so that's a, a great gift to give to somebody instead of if they if they don't respond to links you're sending them you can just uh, give them that gift but that's only available to subscribers so, so let me jump in here real quick with something um the biggest change for our listeners will be that you will not go to blogtalkradio.com uh, slash restoration radio any longer to find our shows all right by the time you're hearing this episode they, they will all be gone. Okay, you will not have to navigate Blog Talk Radio any longer, which I think everyone should smile. Okay, that I mean, <laughs> you know, that in and of itself is a great thing. All right, so you will go to RestorationRadioNetwork.com, and there will be a recent shows, um, a little uh, banner slash widget, and any show that we post that's brand new will fall there. And then, of course, you can always go to the show archive section. And if you're just wanting to see what the latest episode of, say, The Spiritual Life is, you can click on there and you will see the very latest. So we will be continuing with our regular show schedule. You just will not see anything on Blog Talk Radio because we're going to record the episodes. We're going to take them down and put them onto our site. So just keep that in mind. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure uh, recording episode number 145 with you as we leave our listeners to think about what we said about, uh, and I, you know, if you felt challenged today, good. That means that we've done our job. I hope to have challenged you to think differently about 
what we're doing, to think differently about what our clergy are entitled to as opposed to what we are entitled to, and um, about the importance of running sustainable, um, responsible businesses. A business is a reflection, I think, just the way that we treat nature, the way we treat animals, the way we treat our food, the way we treat our, each other is a reflection of our religion. The restoration isn't just about religion. It's about our workplaces. It's about our food. It's about um, the way we treat people who aren't, aren't Catholic. And uh, part of that also means running a sustainable business. I've, I've done, I've run sustainable businesses. I've sold sustainable businesses over the years. I know how they should be run. Again, this is different because it's an apostolate and I've treated it that way for a long time. Uh, and, you know, to, to the original point, well, what would happen if we could do this? Well, we would just reduce to our original um, season with Nicholas. We can, we can, we have the uh, revenue to do one episode per month. So it would just be one episode per month, either Justin, Nicholas, or myself. We may not necessarily have clergy as, as a guest, and it would be free to everyone all the time. This is just an unsatisfactory solution for us, given where we are in the apostolate now. We, we reach so many people. We've got shows in Polish, and we'll, we're looking to have a show in Spanish for season four. So we're not willing to just reduce because we don't think some people will come along with us. We already have enough subscribers to continue what we're doing. So the question is, what will you want to do? Will you want to come on board and continue on with what restoration, if restoration radio has made a difference in your life, do you want to keep it in your life? Or, or do you just want to get the free content? Again, that'll be up to you. You can decide for yourself. You'll always have, you'll have, always have 15 minutes of each show for free. You'll be able to have some, some entire shows for free, and then you can buy some a la carte. Again, Justin will pick some occasionally to make free as well, but there's a lot of change, but at the same time, some things are not changing. And as always, uh, if you can't contribute financially, we ask for your volunteer time. And if you can't do either of those things, we ask for your prayers because that's how this probably all started in the first place. Justin, Nicholas, do you have anything to add before we let our listeners go? No, uh, I don't. I think our listeners will be pleasantly surprised to see the changes. And they'll also be pleasantly surprised to see the amount of free content that is on there. And I've made that very easy to find. And then you will see the quite, uh, quite expansive list. So other than that, I, you know, I appreciate your time. Appreciate uh, you know, our listeners' you know, support. And, uh, you know, we're definitely to pray for us going forward. Well, um, Nicholas, I'll let you get back to your uh, lovely children. And, Justin, I'll let you get back to working on the website. And as for myself, I have a student that I need to tutor. So I will... Uh, I'll let us go. And um, listeners, again, please keep us in your prayers um, for everything that we do um, for the restoration. I'm Stephen Heiner, joined by Justin Soder and Nicholas Wansbetter. Um, may God bless you. This program was brought to you free of charge by the sponsorship of Novus Ordo Watch. See for yourself that the Church of the Second Vatican Council is not, in fact, the Catholic Church of the Ages. Go to NovusOrdoWatch.org. That's novusordowatch.org.